Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Listen to the governor of Massachusetts. Emotional, guys, okay? Because I'm committed to this. Little kids need to be able to breathe clean air. They need to be able to access swimming pools. They need to have lifeguards there who are going to teach them how to swim. And they need to have activities. I don't know what we're going to do for a couple, three months. I'll call universities. I'll call other places. The governor went on to say she is also looking at other locations, but has not said exactly where. How about getting out of the party that is allowing us to be invaded so that those little kids can't use the swimming pool? How about somebody in the media asking, hey, can we chalk this up to the invasion again? Now reaching Massachusetts. Governor Abbott said he's going to send more. I hope he sends a million to these cities. Continue to overwhelm them. It's the moral thing to do. It's the right thing to do. And one way or another, they have to be stopped. She's blowing up. She's crying. Yes. Kids not having a recreation center where they can have activities, swimming pool. The one uh, place in a tough neighborhood there, Roxbury. What's the cause of it, though? Well, let's, let's get at the cause. Well, we, we have to take care of these people. No, we don't. Send them back to where they came from. Those little kids, as Americans, have a right to that swimming pool. Not a bunch of people who broke into the country, aided and abetted by Biden, Mayorkas, and progressives like you, Governor. What do you think she would say to that? Well, you're, you're just out of control. Don't we have room for all? No, we don't. If we had room for all, those little kids in Boston would have their swimming pool activities, basketball, etc. Would they not? Now, the world went nuts when they closed that school down. Madison, I think it was, in Brooklyn. We had Curtis Sliwa on. I think it was for a day. They probably messed up another day. Here, this is going to be until the better weather, two or three months, she just said. Well, what are those kids going to do? Well, I'm calling around to all these universities. Yeah, good luck with these universities. Yeah, good luck with that. Chickens are coming home to roost here. That's why Biden is going to East Palestine, the one-year anniversary. Now, we've had a lot of people on before. We hope to uh, get them back on today to give us an update. The mayor today endorsed President Trump and said Trump came when it mattered. When this was fresh, Biden didn't. This is a cleanup tour. This is the scam. In other words, they're cleaning up all the possible things, and then once reelected, heaven forbid if that happens, It will be even worse. 
how in the world can Biden go to that town tomorrow and not be met with protesters, et cetera? He'll come with a satchel bag of money. He'll spend taxpayer money now. He'll probably tell them he knows about this because of Bo Biden. You know the Bo Biden story has got to come up somehow or another. I wonder if Dr. Jill Biden will be there opening a community college. You know, it's better that they not go now. It just calls attention to it. Are they going to say it when they're quizzed about it? Shut up now. I went. Is that really the response? And where should Biden go next? How about, you know, the ultimate? That's the first question I would ask. I assume you're going to go to the border now, right? All right, so it's 855-839-1210, AT&T, and Verizon Wireless. All that you have to do is just push pound 1210. Dan alerted me to this. I hadn't seen it until he sent it to me last night, this beheading story. Now, it's still fresh. I haven't seen the cannons drawn yet, blaming Trump and MAGA. But this uh, maniac here who allegedly cut off the head of his father, who was a federal worker. I don't even know if it's alleged. And, and has claimed all kinds of record deals and books that he's written, etc. Has been acting out. You know my first instinct on all this stuff. The first thing I look at. Why was a net not thrown over this guy before? No one shows up, cuts the head off of the father, and then goes on YouTube with it. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Why was the net not thrown on him before? Now, in this, there's no weapon other than a handy machete and a giant kitchen knife, apparently, as crazy as this is. And it's in Levittown. Levittown is quintessential calm America. The Levittown homes, the whole thing. So how does it happen there? Well, it could happen anywhere. Why did this guy... There'll be a whole litany of things over the next 24 hours that he was engaged in, and nobody stopped it. Of course, I haven't seen him say MAGA, but he's talked about civil wars, revolutions. He had to kill the father. He wants everybody to go and kill anybody born before a certain year because they've destroyed the world for young people. I forget what the year was. We have to mark that down. He also talks about the federal government. One of these Democrats will take the bait. They'll jump in there today. Some in the media will jump in there, and you'll hear them talk about this was influenced by incivility, Trump, the whole deal. You know it has to come to that. The details are still fresh, but that's uh, just about what we have right now. All right, but this, uh, this governor of Massachusetts, I think she genuinely feels this. Here's little kids. With not many resources in life, this is the opportunity. And what do we do? We have a bunch of people who don't belong here taking over the recreation center and living there. That's the deal they made. Yet, in Boston, they'll still line up and they'll vote for every Democrat in the world again. Same thing as in Philadelphia. So you get what you deserve. And they deserve it. They deserve thousands more. Denver. Here is the Denver mayor, Mike Johnson. Denver, that's quite a a ways away. Here's what he said about what's happening because of the border. So, Mr. Mayor, you got a tough challenge now. Got 40,000 migrants. That's the highest per capita for any city in the country. Yes. At what point does your city reach its breaking point? 
Yeah, I think our city is very close to its breaking point now, and we've been talking to leaders in D.C. around the country about why we need to take action here. I think we have successfully welcomed almost 40,000 migrants in the last year, and, and we know what it takes to do this successfully. We just need that help, and the things we need are, yes, we need federal dollars, but the most important thing is we need you know, work authorization for folks when they arrive, and we need those resources. Oh, oh, oh Dan, stop it, please, right there. No, 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 buddy. You're not undercutting American workers again. Whatever these Senate Republicans, you're not getting work authorization. There's no way they can work here. They're illegal. Why should they be able to work here and undercut American workers on wages and everything else? Uh, We need work authorization. That's illegal. Here's a little bit more of the mayor. Yes, we need federal dollars, but the most important thing is we need, you know, work authorization for folks when they arrive. And we need those resources at the border so you can add more security at the border and so you can help process those asylum claims so the folks that do arrive here can work. The challenge we have is you have someone that'll arrive in Denver who's been admitted on an asylum claim, but their court date for their asylum case is six years away. Mm-hmm. And they're in Denver for six years without an ability to work and support themselves. And that means we have to support them. And that's not what they want to do or what we want them to do. Let's talk about that work authorization. Are you concerned that passing something like this will only incentivize more people to come across the border to take that route? And this is why I think you do have to do both parts together. You do have to decide on a border admissions policy, and you got to enforce that policy. And I do think part of what's in this proposal is uh, a path to both uh, manage that entry at the border in a way that we can maintain. Back to this again. We're fighting this battle all day long. I have to say that Mike Johnson has been tremendous here. Mike Johnson now saying clearly we should allow no one in under these. They stay in Mexico, the Trump policy, the asylum policy. He's being clear on this. And uh, tip of the hat to uh, Fisher Pine Leslie, who said, are you watching this? She's hitting me on Twitter and all over the place. <laughs> I, I got it at 1042 last night. Am I up? Come on now. How could you even ask that? Of course. And uh, let's give the Republicans some credit. They moved it out of committee and they were there to, I don't know, it was past 11 o'clock, I think, with Democrats trying to run out the clock in some way. Of course, Mayorkas deserves to be impeached and kicked out of there. Why not go after Biden on this? I don't think politically that's where we want to go. I want to keep it in the news with Mayorkas, but not go too far with it, not get into it with the president and distract it with that. Let's do it with Mayorkas, keep it in the news another month or so at least, and keep the border going. That's the key here. Yes, Dan. Thought you had something. Oh, your head was tilted in. All right, let me give you the side question today. Yesterday, someone even called in with it. I noticed it too, that it was the 94th birthday of one of the greatest actors of all time. I'm telling you, Popeye Doyle, all-time great cop (laughs) character particularly the chase. I love that chase when he catches up to the guy. Oh, under the L in New York. So he's a character actor, though. He's a supporting actor. I know there. you could argue in some films he has been the lead, like is Mississippi Burning. If you haven't seen it, it's worth seeing the shaving scene of the racist. He's the, an FBI agent when he shaves the guy in a barber shop. The guy's getting shaved and he takes over. Oh, man. It's, it's true, though. He's kind of like... A, even in Hoosiers, where he's a leading man, he's still playing yes. a character actor type, the typecast. Exactly. That he's always the, the curmudgeonly kind of gruff individual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was wrong. At the end of Hoosiers, when he goes, all right, we're going to trick him here, picket fence. And they look at him. Jimmy's taking a shot. What do you mean? Jimmy's not taking a shot. And he goes, I'll make the shot. Yeah. You know what? I, I have to say as a basketball coach, I don't care what you do. 
My guy's taking the shot. That's the way it works. You're going to ride that guy. We're not riding some guy in the bench. We're going to trick him. Put Borowski out there. That'll fool him. Yeah, you got to do the trick play. Come on. <laughs> no, no, That's how it always works. No, Jimmy's taking the shot. You know what's going to happen. All right, so um, hit us with that all-time great character actor. Now, you may not know their um, stage name. In fact, one of the greats, I'm not even sure how to pronounce his last name. It's uh, Fredo, who not only played Fredo, uh, John Cazeal, but he also played a great role in Deer Hunter in the wedding scene with his wife, etc. And I'm going to take Harry Morgan off, Dan, MASH and Dragnet. Harry Morgan, great example of a character actor. Yeah, it's a great one. So females can be character actors. You don't need their name. You can say the person that was in this and this if you don't know the name. How about you, Dan? Who's your character actor? Well, one big one that uh, is still around but not acting anymore, but more so making strange YouTube videos. Uh, How about Uncle Eddie, Randy Quaid? Oh, yes. That's an all-time great. Always yeah, playing yeah, that kind yeah. of off-kilter individual, yes. uh, a little, little <laughs> out there. Uh, uh, Independence in, uh, Day flying into the... Uh, yes, in... Uh, Independence Day. Independence yeah. Day, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, another guy I'll take off, just because I, I love talking about him, just because I think he's such a great guy, uh, but always played weird parts until he finally got that leading role mm-hmm. on HBO with Boardwalk Empire, that being Steve Buscemi. I think he's a great character actor. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I didn't like Boardwalk Empire. I never got it and I got into it. I don't know why. But he was so annoying in The Sopranos. I was glad when he, he got sh- shotgunned. Yeah, yeah. He was very annoying in the Adam oh, Sandler films, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for God. the most part. Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah. What else was he in that Sniveling, was very annoying? Yeah. yeah. But he is a great actor. Oh, uh, Fargo. The movie. Yeah. Not as annoying as the big guy. I don't even know his name. Swen something or other that plays the uh, cohort kidnapping people. That guy is very annoying. Uh, Marlboro Man. All right, 855-839-1210. Hit us with that all-time character. Big Lebowski. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's he's in. That is a very good one. And this uh, governor of Massachusetts, Biden going to East Palestine. It's going to be very interesting to see the reception he gets. I bet he's not there more than 15 or 20 minutes because I think it's going to be hostile based upon what we've seen before. Well, you ought to be lucky, President of the United States, coming to see what the government did, how far along they are, etc. I don't think so. And this just underscores what Trump gets that Biden does not. He'll bring a lot of money with him. That's what he does. He'll say, Bo Biden, at least behind the scenes. And people will go, where were you? Not only that, you do it on the one-year anniversary. I think you do it on an off day. Like, yeah, this, you know, I've been busy, but I... First chance I got, I came to East Palestine. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. 
Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Tom Giordano Show. Welcome in. So, boy, look at this. The uh, Philadelphia Inquirer has an article that seems to be a bit critical of uh, you-know-who. I'm not going to say her name. You know who I'm talking about. And her private jet. Because you-know-who is going to be jetting back from Tokyo for the Super Bowl. And the Inquirer says, well, one of her big platforms, one of the things she talks about a lot, is climate. And the numbers are staggering. You're coming back from Tokyo to uh, Las Vegas. And then going back to Melbourne in a private jet with just a couple of people. Well... Greta Thunberg and other groups had called for a ban on a private jet airport near London. Others, such as Bill Gates, have touted carbon offsets as a way to counter these admissions. And this is uh, a lot of money for you-know-who. I support the idea you can have a private jet, you can do whatever you want. Just stop talking about climate then. You can't talk about it. That should be the penalty. That's when you're fine. When you lecture on climate and you're flying around in a private jet, particularly 14,000 miles, I think you're out of bounds. You know, I'm still uh, coming back and still on Twitter from yesterday with Travis Kelsey. But this has reached uh, yesterday unbelievable proportions. And, of course, the media trying to say any criticism of the couple is all deranged like that woman from One American Network, who, who seems to be almost a plant. She was almost put in there to make deranged comments about these two and about pro football so that we'd all be tarred by that. But I, I think the criticism still is justified with this, and it's going to uh, continue. Now, Dan, you're in the camp that you think, uh, just don't talk about her and it. And then when she drops, we have a pizza bet, right? So I'm saying that she will make a full endorsement of Joe Biden. That's my side of it. If not, I buy the pizza. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't believe that. I I just don't. She doesn't have anything to, like, what what does she have to win at this point by endorsing Joe Biden? I don't know. She'll probably make references as to why she leans left and all. But I, I just, what I feel like we're doing right now is we're driving people away from conservatives. We're looking like the old man waving our fists at the air saying, Oh, Taylor Swift, we must condemn her before she gets in front of everybody and supports Joe Biden. I think that in itself is driving people to the polls against conservatives because we look so out of touch. And then we ask ourselves, how, how do, why can we never get young voters? This is the kind of reasons that we can't get young voters. Because instead of talking about issues, we're going after someone like Taylor Swift because we're, we're, we're assuming that she's going to come out and politically support Biden. Well, she did in 2020. 
She does around causes like this. She uh, goes but nuts. But if you go on TikTok, Instagram, and look at the moderates that we're trying to capture, right. they're making fun of us. They're making well, fun of conservatives right now because they seem so out of touch that they're saying, uh-oh, you know, let's, let's turn Taylor Swift into some kind of pariah. It's, I, just, I don't know if it benefits us in the long run. Well, I'm looking at a story today. Gen Z doesn't look like it wants to vote. Big story, big problem for a youth vote for Democrats. They will move heaven and earth to get her to endorse. And her endorsement, I would argue, I, I wanted to ask people, whose endorsement really matters? Now, I, I can think of a couple. If RFK Jr. endorsed Trump and said he's getting out because Biden just can't do the job, some he's not going to do that for a lot of reasons. I think that endorsement would carry some weight. I'd have to say right now, though, at least for Democrats, if I were there in the Oval Office, the biggest endorsement you want is Taylor Swift. And I want her to do it on a fairly regular basis, you know, reminding people. That's the biggest endorsement you can get. So if that's the case, how do you deal with that? How do you uh, diminish that endorsement? You don't do it like the woman from One American Network that we played yesterday. But. You just can't sit there. Yeah, but I, I, think, I feel like by trying to get ahead of it, we're screwing ourselves. Like, let's, let's wait for the moment, because right now what we're doing is we're alienating people out, Dom. That's all it comes down to. How are we, I mean, how am I, do you think people are alienated by what I've said about Because Taylor right Smith? now, this is Donald Trump's election to lose. Right. It's so in people's face, the mm. inflation, the border, everything, the crime. Numbers don't show that, I, but it's his I, I know it's, the numbers don't show, but if they just play this smartly, if mm. they just point out what the hell's going on, what these progressives are doing, instead of attacking Taylor Swift and trying to, because right now, they could be sending the message out there as to, hey, you know what? We could we could be the ones going after big college right now. We could be the ones helping young people. Uh, but instead, we're saying out there, we're trying to say, oh, you know what? Let's discredit Taylor Swift, which isn't going to work for the young generation. It's just going to blow up in the back of the faces of conservatives. And, and I'm with you because I've been saying since day one, especially with the issue of abortion, Swifties are going to go straight out to the polls to vote if Taylor Swift well, says she's anything. She's the but, biggest endorsement, so I do think you got to get ahead of it subtly. we got to do this be. smart. Yeah, well, and we agree some of the negatives that are out there. This takes, uh, this takes finesse. It takes uh, being calm about it, not getting nuts when we see this play out. I agree with all that. Phone lines are 855-839-1210. It's the biggest endorsement right now. I know for some people that's hard to believe. But if she hits a sweet spot because Democrats are going to have a hard time getting black and Latino voters either to vote for Biden or to come out. They may just not vote. Obama can say whatever he wants. That's not going to work. That endorsement has been played. They're not going to be able to drive that only so much. They're going to play the race card. They're going to do all that. That's not going to drive it enough. The other vote they need, maybe even more importantly, younger voters. Abortion. Looks like it's not as big of an issue as it was in 22 and 23. It's calmed down, particularly Trump is golden on it. So that's why Taylor Swift and the whole phenomenon of it is so important. That could be the thing in a swing state or two that drives the vote. The other thing I put up on Twitter, out of the seven swing states, a new poll out today, Bloomberg poll, they have Trump ahead. The weakest state for Trump, though, is Pennsylvania. What in the world? Why is Michigan? See, I'm not buying Michigan. On election night, 
I predict Joe Biden will win Michigan. I just don't see Michigan as a winnable place. I see Pennsylvania as a lot better shot for Trump than Michigan. But Pennsylvania is the number one swing state, huge swing state. Every person in the world that looks at this says the same thing, where Trump is having a harder time. He might be ahead. He might be tied. He might be right in that zone. Georgia, Arizona looked pretty good for a lot of good reasons, not Pennsylvania. I will be surprised if he wins Pennsylvania because I don't see the urgency. I don't see the mail-in ballot stuff. I don't see any of that. I don't see the uh, emphasis here. And Biden is emphasizing Pennsylvania. He gets it. So if we don't win Pennsylvania, I am not that hopeful. All right, 855-839-1210. Coming up, we're going to talk with Seth Williams, former DA, friend of the show in Philadelphia, about what all this means on stop and frisk. He employed stop and frisk as a DA along with the police commissioner and Mayor Michael Nutter, and it was successful. We have another cop shot this morning, I think around 6 a.m., shot in the hand, or the bullet bounced off somehow or another his bulletproof vest serving a warrant in North Philly. It's an endless cycle of this. And again, did the cops um, make the wrong move in the shooting in that uh, bodega? Did they because one of them shot the other cop? Okay. Did they make the wrong move, though? No. This guy was a known felon. He did have a gun. They acted within Terry stops. That's what stop and frisk is. If you know the person and know their records, that goes a long way under certain circumstances to be able to stop and frisk them. That's what the Constitution says. So we'll see what uh, Seth Williams says. But the way to deal with uh, Taylor Swift is something you just can't fly around because anybody that says some wacko thing like that OAN woman That's going to be the face of it. And you got some people for their 15 minutes that are going to say wild stuff. Vivek Ramaswamy says the Super Bowl essentially is fixed so that Kansas City will get more play. I don't know if the uh, line's going to show that. The line I saw this morning still had around two, two and a half. I would take Kansas City. I think Mahomes is that good. I really don't think San Francisco has much of a chance here. I think I boil my take down into one yes. you know, general statement. And yeah. that's, I, I just don't want to roll out the red carpet for a Taylor Swift endorsement and give her reason, incentive to endorse. Because I don't think if the conservatives give her mm-hmm. reason to spite, then I, I think we're just giving her more reason to offer that endorsement by creating this whole meme-worthy, cringe-worthy you know, reaction to Taylor Swift. All right, I'm already eating that margarita pizza. It's baked already, whatever <laughs> we do. Uh, she wants to be taken seriously, that tape with her father and all that. This is the last thing she doesn't have. She's got everything. She's got a boyfriend that she seemingly is in love with at this point. She's got over a billion dollars. She's celebrated. Like, th- th- she has the, the potential to burn herself. Like, there's got to be some people that are in her audience that lean to the right that will be kind of miffed with Taylor if she gets political? Uh, she may feel that that's not... The, well, she doesn't think... Remember, she doesn't think she's gone overboard calling Trump a racial white supremacy and all. She believes that's just a fact. 
I don't know who she listens to, but I would be shocked if she doesn't endorse around this. And she'll probably wrap it up in abortion, too. Something along those lines. But when the inquir- even the inquirer says, my God, that's a lot of jet fuel. All right, we'll take your calls on all this. And Seth Williams, who really uh, has been successful at this, I think this is an all-out attack to stop Sherelle Parker by the Inquirer from doing stop-and-frisk Terry stops, which work. He'll lay it out in great detail. Someone who actually succeeded by doing this without violating people's rights. It can be done? Yeah, absolutely. Not saying it's the easiest thing, but it's not the most difficult either. All right, your calls to with Dom and Dan on Talk Radio 1210. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Tom Giordano Show, Big Issues, Big Gas. It seems almost like the golden age, and it wasn't that long ago, when you had three competent guys running the city of Philadelphia. Mayor Michael Nutter, Police Commissioner Ramsey, and DA Seth Williams. And the murder rate and other things of that nature were all much different than they were now. And they were engaging in exactly what Sherelle Parker ran on, at least at a major level. But there's a roadblock out there. It's not just Larry Krasner. It's the Philadelphia Inquirer. So let's bring in uh, Seth Williams, former DA here on uh, Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Seth, welcome in. And so I don't forget this question. What was the what was the DA, uh, the Inquirer's attitude back then? Did they think it was oppressive in Philadelphia? I don't remember that. I, I don't think so. I mean, I ran on a platform of being smart on crime and I was endorsed by the Inquirer. So um, I don't know when the ship changed, but. It has changed, unfortunately, for the, the citizens of Philadelphia. But, but, Dom, it's always a pleasure to be on here with you and to talk to you and, and your listeners here on 1210. Well, thank you, Seth. And uh, when I think about that, and again, uh, you guys were very good stewards of your role and effective, and the strategy is constitutional. Uh, explain, yes. uh, I, I saw something today, and I wanted to ask you that, it doesn't have to be probable cause. It's reasonable suspicion in these cases. Is Correct. that the standard? Correct. So just, you know, I hate sounding like a law school professor, but I was one at one yeah. point, right? Um, it's important. And you're, you're, your listeners are very educated people, so they'll understand it, that when the founding fathers created the Constitution, of course, and they settled later and negotiated the, the Bill of Rights, right, the first 10 amendments to the U.S. Constitution, they wanted to make sure that unlike uh, when we were ruled by the English and the, the monarchy, that we would be free of unreasonable search and unreasonable seizure of our places, our persons, our things, our homes, right? Um, but there are always exceptions. There are exceptions to all of the rights that we have. 
Um, and so then in 1968, in a case known as Terry versus Ohio, the Supreme Court ruled um, that if a police officer had reasonable articulable suspicion to stop a person, then he or she also had the right to, t- to pat them down, right, to touch the exterior of their clothing, not to go in their pockets originally, but just to pat them down. And if that officer felt what they thought reasonably based on their professional experience or personal experience was a weapon or some sort of contraband, they had the right to not just have to go and get a search warrant and come back risking public safety issues while they're doing all of that, but they could just remove the weapon from the person. Um, and so stop and frisk comes from that case, Terry versus Ohio. Um, stop and frisk is not a policy that a mayor, a city council, a governor can whimsically decide, oh, I think I'll, I'll, I'll use it now or not. No. From Oak Lane to Oakland, it's the law of the land. Um, so if the police officer sees what he or she believes um, is some sort of crime is afoot, um, they have the absolute right to stop that person and to communicate with them to also pat them down. And if they find the weapon, they can remove it without having to go get a search warrant. That's what, that's what it stands for, stop in prison. Yeah, and it seems to me if um, they know this guy, they, they see what they think is a gun, and they know this guy's history. Now, you know, just because you have a history doesn't mean you can be stopped every 30 seconds. But what about the inquirer's argument, which is, the inherent dangers in stop and frisk. I don't get that because I think they're being proactive. I don't see how there's more of a danger in using stop and frisk. Well, Don, there's an inherent danger now of living and doing business and visiting uh, the city of Philadelphia. There's an inherent danger and risk of being a police officer or just a, a person going to school in Philadelphia. Um so the, to say that we're just going to abdicate our responsibility of stopping people that we believe have weapons or are dangerous or committing crimes would be that's just insanity, right? People in Philadelphia want an end to the senseless violence. They want an end to the gun violence. Um, they want an end to the crazy thefts that we have. Um, and, but we have to do it in a way that is reasonable, responsible, most importantly, constitutional. Um, and so with what happened last week, um, you know, my heart goes out to, of course, the police officer that was shot and to the, the family of um, Mr. Spencer, the gentleman that, that was murdered, right? Um, but the police officers uh, were doing what they call a, 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 um, a security check. So often businesses where there's a lot of crime, um, and I think, you know, my, my hat goes off to Commissioner Bessel and the words from him and Mayor Parker but Commissioner Bethel stated, you know, Philadelphia has about 22, 23 police districts. But in 10 of them, we had 80 percent of the violent crime. Yep. And where this took place is one of them. And so the owners of this business have contacted the police. So the police have a routine of every shift maybe going into that place, right, and like signing a logbook to show that they were there, right? They need to show a presence in that community. The people where the most violence are want an end to the violence. They want the police. They call the police. They call 911 more than anybody. So the police officers go in, right? They're there for this routine check. They're also on the lookout for someone that was wanted for a a, a recent shooting. Um, They go in. um, And quickly, from the video, if you heard it and and seen it, someone alerts them in Spanish. So often in neighborhoods and police show up, people, somebody yells 5-0, 6-0, 
somebody yells bomba, something was announced loudly in Spanish to put people on notice that the police had just entered. The police walk in. They're just talking to people. They mentioned somebody's sneakers. Um, their, their weapons are holstered at this time. They uh, spoke to a couple of people, right, as you've seen. And uh, the one individual, they try to speak with him. Um, they observed what they thought was a handgun. Um, and then the other officer alerts his partner when he walked in that there was a gun. They're trying to remove the gun from the individual. They start tussling. Um, he didn't surrender. And the one officer um, was shot, right, went through and through his uh, right. thigh into his calf, exited his calf. He attempted to shoot the individual, but his gun jammed, and his partner did. Um, the, 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 Vic, the gun that uh, Mr. Spencer had, you know, flew down to the front door, and as you saw in the video, Mr. Mendez picked it up and left, right? They say Philly going to Philly. That's a very Philly thing to happen, right? Um, so it was a tragedy all around, but that's what happened. Um, and so that evening, as you know, I think uh, Commissioner Bethel's words were right on point. Um, and that, of course, they want people's thoughts and prayers, but we need people to support the operations of the police to bring about law and order and safety in, in a constitutional way. Yeah, uh, it's a job. I only went with Cindy Bass when we had that whole thing with the bulletproof glass. And the. I think that's a deli stop and go. And I could tell you, Seth, the guys I interviewed there and the two or three of them, it's like they're nightclub. They're in there all day long. And, right, you know, right. anything can happen in there. I mean, it is a place that's suspicious of its own. It, it's just right. It's it's a bad anomaly, what the laws are around, you know, the whole thing with that. It presents this. And now that you have video games, you're going right. to have guys in there all day long. And I realize in a neighborhood that's their fun. That's their thing. Uh, one other thing, too. The Inquirer and others don't like the fact that the police said something to the effect of any of you guys have guns. From what I've been able right. to tell, that's a question they can ask. Sure. And see how people behave, see how they react. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, you uh, take. Now, again, people, they're not in custody. It's not, a, it's not like it's custodial interrogation. Right. right. So you could say that anything you walk up, hey, anybody here got a gun? <laughs> if my runs, well, that's that's kind of uh, suspicious, right? Yeah, but, exactly. You know, that's what happens. And again, again, we want the public, the people, my, you know, my aunt Shirley, folks, they want safety. And they want it done in a constitutional way. And there's a ways that we can do that. Um, it's very unfortunate that the young man just didn't like say, "Yeah, I got a gun." You right? He might have taken a hit for the unlawful possession of a firearm because he was illegally possessing it. Maybe if he had a record, maybe he's a prior felon not to possess. But that would have been it, right? Yep, exactly. Well, look, I know the media may not do it, but I hope uh, Nutter, Ramsey, and you, because uh, to me, this is an all-out assault on what is constitutional. And when you hear stop and frisk, I don't even try to call it that anymore. But Terry stops is better, even if people don't fully understand right. it. It gets right. into the constitutionality. But I think you're right. Sherelle Parker and the police commissioner are not going to back down from this stuff. They they realize this is an early test. If they give up now, they're never going to go back to it. And we had another police officer shot today. Yeah, exactly. Serving a warrant. So, Seth, right. uh, you do great stuff on Twitter, too. Where do people follow Seth Williams on Twitter? At New Seth Williams.
Yep, that's exactly right. Seth, thank you. Thanks so much for joining us today. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to be here and help you. Thank you, Seth. All right, District, District Attorney Seth Williams, I should have asked him on the side question. He often participates, too. Uh, coming up, this guy couldn't find me on social media. I don't know why. Uh, Joe have asked him. Thank you, though, Joe. So he sends it to Greg Stocker. And with all that's going on in the world, what is it that he writes this long missive attacking? Not only pineapple on pizzas. I won't say the name of the place out in Delaware County, but this concoction on pizzas. It outraged him so much that he sent me this passionate email, even though he couldn't <laughs> find me. He had to go through Greg Stocker, who sent it to me. <laughs> to Greg, yeah, yeah. think great. about it. The war in the Middle East, uh, Biden, um, you know, illegal immigration. Please send down this angry pizza email. Yes. Uh, you know, what is more um, frivolous in some regard, pineapple on pizza or Taylor Swift? I guess pineapple on pizza. <laughs> Tom Giordano Show. Welcome in. 855-839-1210. So thanks to Joe of Aston. I love the uh, effort. Joe couldn't find me on social media. Okay, so he knows Greg <laughs> Stocker. not find you on social media? I know. Media. Well, let's not diminish the messenger here. So he gets Greg Stocker, and he says, uh, I uh, listen and love what you guys do. Uh, pass this email on the Dom Giordano. He says to Greg, I'd appreciate it. Can't seem to find any contact info. Dom, from listening to your show, I know you have strong feelings for people putting pineapple on their pizza. Well, I found something more profound. There's a place, I won't say the name, in Delaware County. They serve up a pie with fig jam, goat oh, cheese, oh. French, uh, fresh mozzarella, sliced peaches. Oh, my God. And thinly sliced pursuits. Doesn't even make sense. I know. Drizzled with honey. Yikes. Oh. I wouldn't want to try that. It's almost like they're trying to go with the Greek vibe, but then yes. they throw mozzarella and prosciutto and honey in there. In there. Yeah. yeah, it makes no sense. I was shocked to see this on their menu during a recent night out and thought I'd share this with you. Did he order it? Love your show. No, he oh. said he, uh, now that's the point. This guy was so revolted by this, he had to track me down through Greg to share this sacrilege. I mean, people don't fool around with their pizza here, and this uh, this has to stop. Who's ordering something like that? You know what I, I mean, think has silently grown as the number one pizza topping? What's that? Buffalo chicken. Yeah, probably has. I mean, every time I put out a buffalo chicken pizza at a party, it's always the first yeah. thing. Except for margarita, which I don't even think is an exception. I'm against all pizza toppings. I, I just think, just eat the pizza. Stop trying to defile the pizza. And the pineapple, we've been through this. is just. But this aberration, fig jam. You see fig jam on your pizza, and you're like, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's you can't wrong. call it a pizza anymore. Fig jam? That is, uh, no. yeah, that is something you shouldn't be able to... Put on there and say that's a pizza. You've concocted some Frankenstein pizza. That's what this is. And you ought to pause. Once you go past more than one ingredient that you put on there, you're starting to enter in dangerous territory. Yeah, you I really agree with that. I mean, yeah. I don't know. There are multiple ingredient pizzas that are delicious. Like the Supreme Pizza? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, we get that sausage, that pepperoni, the you know, yeah. green pepper, the onion, yeah, the olive. Doesn't that defy the mm. whole idea of the pizza? It's a staple. There's a reason why it's a number one or it's growing junk food pizza. Yeah. yeah. Bit overrated right. pizza, gotta say. Yeah. Pizza's overrated? Yeah. No. Yeah. There's no way that that's. We the ordered case. three pizzas Saturday night for our Royal Rumble party. Yeah. In the past two nights, we've been eating pizza leftovers. 
and it's it's like we're just over it. Like it, pizza, I, I don't know. Like I, when people say they're going to order pizza, I'm like, come on, can we get something else? It's uh, overrated. It's that defies. Uh, it's, greasy, it's, it's, it's a unhealthy. new uh, yeah new movement you might be starting here. All right, so eight five five, and then Maisie likes the chain pizza. I seen her. Well, maybe that's why I don't that's... like pizza so much anymore because we're getting a crappy pizza oh, hut. Oh, that's Papa what John's you're doing. You're Domino's getting it from and... the chain. Oh, it's terrible. With all these pizzerias in South Jersey, where you are now, Ugh. they're pretty good too. I don't think they're bad. There's probably ten of them within ten minutes. I used to think they had their own place, but yeah. no, no longer. All right, yeah, it's just it's trash. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. You get on board. You can get in. Don't forget the side question. We haven't had anybody jump in. Any good ones on Twitter? All time character actor could be a female too. These are supporting actors, even when they appear to be the lead actor. This is in honor of the great Gene Hackman. They are not necessarily what you think of the leading man or leading woman. Well, first off, Gene Matthews is coming after you, saying former District Attorney Seth Williams. I did that intentionally because <laughs> I, I still would call him D.A. Seth Williams. I think when you have the honor of an office, well, how many times do you have to? It sticks with you for life. Oh. So Alan West is not Colonel Alan West. Of course he is. There's no doubt about that. You ought to be General Alan West. Uh, Phil Adelphia has a great one on Twitter. Yes. And for a long time, he was definitely a character actor, but I think he's broken out of that mold to a degree. Brian Cranston. Yes. I think he's more the, yeah, he was a character actor, but I think he's more. Like after Malcolm in the Middle and the dentist, he's yeah. kind of like the jokey, you know, right. serious white male kind of character. And then he goes Breaking Bad and really shows Yeah, after Breaking Bad, he's, and... he's the lead in Breaking Bad. There's no doubt. Yeah. Okay. So um, that's what we're looking for. I think females, too. I don't have as many females on my list, but I had uh, Harry Morgan, Dragnet, and MASH. And uh, Fredo and Deer Hunter. Here's a great one from Mike. Rosie O'Donnell. Yes. Beautiful uh, Girls, League of Their Own. Yeah. Brash she, New Yorker Yeah, type. she is a character actor. I mean, not exactly that appealing, but as an actor or actress, she's pretty good in League of Her Own. Yeah. Let's go to Joe in Sellersville. Joe, you're on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Joe. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to weigh in real quick on the whole thing with the police shooting at Masher and Cambria. Yeah. And I just wanted to I just wanted to say that um, I recently got my permit to carry and when you get that they give you some literature to read that goes with it, explains all the rules and everything. And one of the things it says is that if you're ever approached by a police officer, show them your hands, tell them you're armed. And tell them, you know, where the weapon is on you. And there won't be any problems. Now, I don't know if this guy had a permit, but like uh, the ADA said, or, or even if he didn't, he'd just get a fine or whatever. So, no, I, I, I think, yeah, this guy's not getting a permit. I, I don't think he had the right no. to carry, you know? Right. But but if he just, you know, shown his hands and, and said he had it, you know, he'd probably be alive today. I think. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. They would have taken him in uh, for other reasons. You're right, but he'd be alive. Yeah, and uh, again, what this is about, with uh, Joe, with this, they don't want police to be doing Terry stops. The Inquirer doesn't. They have no other solution to this, and they're going to go all out to try to uh, stop this. So um, I'm glad you uh, see that, Joe, by being a responsible gun owner. All right, 855-839-1210. My buddy Bill Lawrence, he writes out of uh, Chester County, Delaware County. 
headline, Mark Halk is winning committee votes. Across the uh, congressional race of Mark Halk versus Brian Fitzpatrick, there are various committees in uh, Montgomery County and uh, Bucks County, and Mark Halk has gotten the nod by some of these committees. I'll tell you about that, and uh, we'll see what you think. Is he the alternative to uh, Brian Fitzpatrick? As you know, I love the guy and what he stood for and what happened to him with the FBI. Do I think he could win in Bucks County? No. But some people do. I'll give you, I haven't seen this anywhere else but with uh, Bill Lawrence. Your calls are 855-839-1210. We're waiting for the judge to determine whether or not he completely will take away President Trump's ability to do business in New York. That could happen at any moment today. I don't think he's going to do that, but I think it's going to be punitive beyond belief. How much, how many legal, is there a day that goes by where there's not a major development in some legal case? No, several, most days. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.